Welcome to Honey That's Harsh. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm here to help you burn down the lies of life and face harsh truths so we can be our most authentic selves. Lies are sweet like honey, but the truth will always come out. So speak your truth. Welcome back, lovely people. I am so grateful you're tuning in this week. I hope every one of you out there are thriving, obvious. I also hope you all are working towards those true versions of yourselves. We are living in a time where more than ever, we need more people who are embodying their true, authentic selves. So give the world a blessing and be exactly who you are, regardless of what the world around you thinks. Because you exactly as you are, flaws and all, are a blessing. You were made exactly as you are for a reason, even if you don't understand that reason yet. I thought I'd share with you guys this week seven things that have changed, shaped, and molded me into the person I am today, the person I fight to be every day. And there are days it's really hard, but I think we're put here to fight to be better, to do better, and to grow. That's our purpose, and that's what I want to fight for. So the first one for me is believing in something greater than me. Not feeling like everything falls on me and everything is my doing. And for me, that's God. Maybe for you it's something else, but for me it's God. And trying to develop a relationship. I wanted to start with this one because I really think it spreads into all the categories that I'm going to have for you guys, but I also think it's the most important one. That's why I threw it out there first, but it's shown me so many good things, and trust me, it's been really hard, and it's been a struggle some days, but it has brought me the most peace and joy I've felt in my entire life, and I want that for you guys too. And I'm not trying to push anything on you guys or tell you what you need to believe, but I just want you to search out there because I know a lot of you want something bigger than yourselves and it might be different for everyone, but I'm just letting you know what worked for me. And finding God brought back a part of me that I had been missing for so long. And knowing God has shown me what true unconditional love means. I think that's a perfect segue into my second category, which is love. I think nowadays, most people's definition of love is pretty messed up. Sometimes we love because we like how someone makes us feel. Sometimes we love someone because they're good looking or they're wealthy or they're successful. A lot of times we become drawn to people who can give us back pieces of ourselves that we may have gotten stolen or we've lost. Or we even settle for things because we don't feel worthy or capable of more. I think a lot of times people chase love their whole lives and they either give too much or can't give enough. I think people like comfort, security, safety, and feeling like someone else loves them over actually being able to give and receive unconditional love. The thing I've learned with love is that before you actually look for it outside of you, you have to be able to find it within yourself first. How can you expect someone else to truly love you if you aren't even open to the idea of loving yourself? Or on the other side of things, 
How can you give love to someone else in a healthy way if you don't even have a healthy relationship with yourself? I think that's why a lot of people experience toxic relationships or some people in your life can be toxic. The love in movies, I've decided, isn't real. And real love tends to be really hard work. If I asked you guys, do you truly love and accept yourself in this moment exactly where you are? How many of you guys out there said, yeah, without hesitating, yeah, I love myself? Or how many of you out there started down the rabbit hole of, when I graduate, I'll love myself. When I lose those 10 pounds, I'll love myself. When I'm in that relationship, I'll love myself. When I move out of this town or I make new friends, I'll love myself. That's when I can love myself. Notice how you are putting conditions on love. Conditions on loving yourself. And you can even do that with relationships. If he complimented me more, I would love him. If she didn't nag at me so much, I'd love her more. We're constantly putting conditions on the love we give and the love we are receiving. Which to me, that doesn't really feel like love at all. I feel like the world warps the idea of what love really is. In 1 Corinthians 13, it says this about love. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered and it keeps no record of wrongs. It then even goes on and says this about love. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Guys, (laughs) I mean, come on. How many of you are longing for that, to be loved like that? I mean, to me, if you were to ask what unconditional love is, that's what I would say unconditional love is. How many of you guys have ever been loved like that by someone or even loved yourself like that or even been able to love another person like that? I'm telling you, self-love isn't just about taking yourself to the spa getting your nails done, or practicing self-care. It's showing up for yourself when no one else does. Finding compassion for yourself when you fail, fall short, or make a mistake. Seeing the beauty in yourself despite your weight, height, features, or physical flaws. Accepting yourself when no one else accepts you. Not comparing yourself or wishing to be someone else. And most of all, never giving up on yourself, no matter how many times you fall down. And that goes for loving others as well. To forgive when others mess up or make mistakes. To not hold on to grudges or resentment. To love them despite their flaws. And for me, that's how God loves us. Love is hard work. Whether it be loving yourself or loving someone else. Most people struggle with love. I mean, you're throwing two people together who have different lives, different personalities, different beliefs, different traumas, and whatever else. You can't expect that to be easy. I think my view on loving someone has changed a lot in the past year. But for me, um, 
loving someone has to come after loving yourself. And loving yourself is a lifelong thing. So I think loving someone truly and having that loving, healthy relationship most of us desire starts with us. When you can find your value, your worth in yourself, when you can love yourself just because you're you, you open this really cool door where you can meet someone who really sees you and is willing to do life with you. Not this made-up version of you, but you. I also think you have more compassion for others when you love yourself because you can see their hurt and how it affects their actions and you don't take everything so personally anymore. You also figure out that you don't allow yourself to stay or to be put in situations where you aren't valued or respected because you know how much you're worth. You will only get in life what you believe deep down you are worthy of. I think the idea of love can be different for everyone. If someone is abusive, cheating, lying, or making your life harder or even ignoring you, guys, that's not love. Learn to love and respect yourself before trying to use someone else to be your missing pieces. Because a lot of times when you get that piece back, you might find that you don't love the person you're with anymore because you were looking for yourself the whole time. And now you've hurt a whole other person just because you were afraid and didn't get to know yourself. I think the only place I've truly found unconditional love is God. The third one that really has made me who I am is heartbreak. The most growth and progress that has come to me is from getting my heart broken and hurting others. I think that everyone experiences it differently. I think the one similar thing that everyone can say they have happened to them is that it changes you, whether the change is good or bad. The feeling of heartbreak at times can be unbearable and make you question everything about yourself. And sometimes it can even change how you love entirely. Something I've learned in my experience, and maybe you guys will all disagree with me, but someone else can't break your heart. You break your own heart. Now hear me out before you guys freak out. A lot of times we truly don't see some of our relationships for what they truly were. Sometimes we allow ourselves to to stay in situations we know deep down aren't good for us because we don't see our own worth or our own value. I think if we were sure of ourselves, loved ourselves and respected ourselves, when someone decided that they didn't want to be with us, or that they cheated on us, or whatever the case may be, you could be able to look at the situation regardless of what you feel for the other person and be able to be like, I know me, I love me, and even though this person made that choice, doesn't mean anything's wrong with me or that I'm any less worthy. I'm not saying don't be sad or feel your feelings because you really should feel them, but I think heartbreak is there to, more importantly, be a teacher for you to learn and grow. For me, I struggled and still occasionally struggle with self-worth and self-hatred because I'm really hard on myself. A big cycle I found myself struggling through during the healing process was feeling sad about things. And then I would have friends, family, and even myself be like, why are you still sad? Why aren't you over it yet? You need to move on. 
you're crazy. And I would start self-sabotaging, hating myself, and beating myself up for still feeling sad about the situation. When I should have just been like, you're sad today, and that's okay. Keep pushing. It's gonna all be okay. I learned through that crazy cycle that I need to give myself grace, and I learned to be kinder to myself. And I also learned, regardless of what anyone else says or thinks, to take all the time you need to heal. And don't feel bad if it takes longer than other people. To not let other people's opinions affect how I feel or who I am. And there are still days they do. But I'm growing and learning every single day. And I hope you guys know that one day it's going to be okay. And you're going to feel better. And you're going to see the other side of that thing. Take heartbreak as an opportunity to get to know yourself better. To learn what mistakes you made. What boundaries you need. And who you truly are outside of being with another person. One of the biggest mistakes you can make is rushing the process of moving on before you're truly ready. Because when you meet someone new and you fully aren't ready to move on, you're allowing them into your life. But you're also bringing about an opportunity to hurt them as well as hurt yourself. Especially if you haven't done the work to heal. And let's be honest... That relationship will probably just end up the same way the last one did because we grow in cycles and we'll get put in the same cycle and it will just repeat until we finally learn that lesson. I learned a lot in being alone that I could have never done if I jumped into a relationship or jumped from person to person. And being alone and truly alone, not having someone I talk to or someone that like fills my time, but just focusing on me on Ashley. I learned the power I held inside of myself, the things that bring me joy, and I learned to love myself without needing validation from someone else. I learned to love my own company, and most importantly for me, I strengthened my relationship with my spirit and God. I would say I'm a spiritual person now, (laughs) but I just see the world in a new light that I've never experienced before, and I can never go back to who I was before. And I think that through all of this, more than I was mourning heartbreak, I was mourning the old version of myself that I had to let go. Every moment has the opportunity to change us forever. And the choice comes down to us, whether we let it be for the good or for the bad. So let every opportunity you have to grow be for the better. And the moments that are challenging, that create suffering, remember that those moments will pass and they can be great teachers if you let them. I didn't want to make this episode super long, so I'm going to put it into two parts. I hope you enjoyed the first part, and if you guys want to hear the rest of them, tune in next week. I wanted to leave you guys with a gentle reminder this week. Be patient with yourself and others. You never know what someone's going through or struggling with. Be a light in your life and the life of others. I love you guys. Have a rad week. Be your best selves love life, and just find the things you can be grateful for because we live every single day with the opportunity to create something different, to be different. 